is the morning of the 7th of august 2019 good morning and welcome to pbe daily the early mornings and late night podcast my name is point blank you won't be i'm grateful i get to make it to another day as you can tell i've chosen to have myself wake up and do the recording before i do anything else the hardest part is not to follow the routine of when i wake up i turn on uh, my computer before i do anything else so now that i'm trying to give myself that discipline the rearranging is is taking shape i have to put, put it that way um yesterday was an early to bed situation and i think based upon how yesterday played out 4 a.m is probably 4 30 4 a.m is probably going to be around the ballpark where i wake up but nothing is written in stone i think we'll know this by friday uh i did manage to not be actively working last night so if anything that counts for something i did very very light things i'd watch stuff that was it's within the wheelhouse of what my 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 best friend puts me in in, into the plug of because i I always ask him questions about stuff that that i have no idea about and by doing so it it helps to just keep my mind uh, constantly in curiosity and because of the proximity of the kind of information that I'm actually checking out with him, it felt good to actually just watch the stuff I was watching because I was surprised that it would actually get me to the level where it's it's informed this particular episode of the podcast. Another thing I actually did was I took myself to the supermarket and bought the chamomile tea. And I will say this, it, it kind of made me feel a little bit at ease. Like there was a level of relaxation that came with that and I think that's why my pop constantly told me to try find that tea and actually take it. My sisters used to tell me the same, but you know me, I'm stubborn until I'm backed into a corner when I realize, like, yo, you know what? Maybe they were right and you should just obey that which they're telling you. And seeing as my new objective is to be obedient to that which I'm being told, we're going to go into it that way. So it's all about learning the next state, the next phase of how things are supposed to be done as far as my taking care of myself is concerned so i will say this I'm, i feel slightly more rested than I, I did yesterday because yesterday i felt a little restless if you will and even by the time we we're getting to work i was energized up until a certain couple of hours and the crazy thing was that the couple of hours were towards the evening so i still got to finish some things and i was very very happy about that there's, there's no feeling like that when you feel as if i got to this hour and this was done you you your mind can relax you feel like okay objectives are being attained so we're gonna do that and even this morning when i when my mind woke up at around 4 30 the angles to take as far as that which i need to take care of in the office that is taking shape so i'm 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 choosing to try not to think about anything at night except trying to focus on my breathing and in the morning the first thing i do is i just jump straight into the into the wagon and just push as much as possible but piece by piece like slowly ease into getting my mind ready to actually start being productive and all that so i think i'm i'm slowly finding my way there there are no quick fixes and i accept the process so that's what's been happening and here's what i learned from what what i was watching yesterday and it's it's nowhere near the wheelhouse of anything i'm aware of anything i'm informed about but it it really really 
registered with me i was watching a certain youtube channel called by, by, called donut media and they specifically work in the history of vehicles as far as, as far as speed cars speed racers everyday vehicles and all that kind of stuff and the, the, deep, the deep dive of history they actually do in regards to vehicles is what actually i've been curious about because one i've never owned a car Two, I've never been a car enthusiast, but I do have certain brands which I look at and based upon how advertising has worked in favor of those particular brands, I always look at those as like, okay, that's a sign of prestige, that's a sign of success, that's a sign of legacy, there's a rich history behind that, and there are certain brands I'd literally purchase when I'm debating my first car, with certain brands I'd, I'd, I'd purchase because of the rich history that the brand has. And since that brand is still in existence, I'd probably either A, buy one which is considered a strong legacy vehicle because it's within the wheelhouse of what I'm trying to buy. Because I'll tell you this off rip, the first car I intend to buy is going to be a second hand car. Because I'd like to know what I'm doing on the on the roads and I have to learn it the hard way. And when I say the hard way, I just mean like the experience that was had by the person who actually enjoys the thrill of the ride i'd like to learn it from that person's perspective after i do that then when it gets to a level where okay now i know my way around highways byways and and uh, ridges and and, and and surfaces that which are like maram roads and all that once i know all that about myself and how i like to move then it can define the places i want to go and because of those particular curiosities that certain companies are really i, I, I always turn to and those two companies i i saw episodes of uh, donut media that actually touched on those two companies and these are two companies which survived the second world war both of them are german brands and one of them is bmw because bmw used to make uh plane engines uh for the nazi party but i'm guessing that's just it, if, it, if it's home advantage home front what are you gonna do you're probably gonna give, make engines for the german front it's neither here nor there in the end they they cleared their legacy and they accepted and atoned for their actions and they still exist to this day uh, Volkswagen was actually made specifically by it was commissioned by the the Nazi party when they got into power to make a vehicle for the everyday man and after the company suffering so many uh, tainted images because of what the Nazi party did in the second world war it took years upon years of its existence and thereafter is when the legacy was freed and the idea was able to have a life of its own after the fact so sometimes where the idea is born from is irrelevant but it's what the idea does thereafter so those are two companies uh, that are the three companies that i just had to highlight from that period as far as the second world war is concerned but the reason why i wanted to focus on bmw and 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 mercedes but specifically mercedes because this is where the, what the idea came from for the for the podcast i was watching this episode where they're talking about the amg versions of mercedes benzes now the two individuals who created like the first amg engine these guys were employees of mercedes and as employees of Mercedes, they were always curious to push the idea of how far they could take their sports vehicle uh, a particular angle in the in the company. Because there's, there's a race that happens in Germany, like a speed race type situation. I think it's in Europe now in general. But I think based upon what I heard last night, uh, it's it specifically like a German type race. And 
they were trying to give Mercedes a competitive edge. But I think during the time when they were trying to make this happen, fiscally the company wasn't able to actually make things happen for them and they were having too many restrictions and they're being held back so much that they didn't want to keep working where they were working. So or the way they were working, if, if you may. So they tinkered around with the idea of some of the engines they were working on, the prototypes they were working on at the time. They took the engine to one of the garages of, a, of one of the of one of them, because the AMG stands for the, the the first two initials are the two names of the two individuals, and then the third, the G, is the name of the town where they actually built the engine. So, it's that old school way of naming things, and I think for them, it was the minimalistic angle worked to their advantage because just AMG is all you need. So, they sat down with, with with this idea of engines that they wanted to make and. Garages have a very rich history as far as what they've created in the world. I mean, the Apple computer was made in a garage, and m- many other companies that are multi-billion pro- product product companies right now. So, in this garage, they made a prototype engine. There's a specific make of, of Mercedes that actually came out because they still feel, felt affiliated to Mercedes. They didn't say like, okay, screw these guys and blah blah blah, then go work with a different brand. No, they still stayed along the line of Mercedes. And they took this Mercedes engine, put it in one of the of the vehicles that came out during that period, and they started winning a lot of races. And they didn't make a mockery of the mother company that taught them what they know or that they experienced in becoming what they were, which is great innovators. They just chose to be a company that works adjacent to the main company in that you could buy a Mercedes but then you take that Mercedes to AMG and then AMG will just soup it up for your for whatever speed dreams that you have or power dreams that you have and that became an adjacent company that actually just made such great successes in that a vehicle would be bought as a shell by the main company and then the AMG guys would just take it to the next level and all the engines were being handmade and everything and I think even to this day they still hand make AMG engines now Years later, AMG gets called into the Mercedes offices and being told, like, dude, since you're making such successes with Mercedes Benzes, why not just work on Mercedes brands? I mean, what would it hurt if whatever you create still is released under the same banner and we are all one as we do it? Which I'm sure that made them even more money than they hoped to make after being let go of or after leaving the Mercedes company. They stayed on the on the path of the dream that they had and then by staying on that path of that dream and still maintaining the passion and love for the company that gave them life, the company that gave them life had no choice but to try affiliate. And I think that's one of those lucky individuals who actually get to do things that way. And when I saw that story, I was really, really moved and I love the fact that they actually were able to do so much in, in regards to that. I mean, the BMW company had the, the motorsport department. I think that's where the M on on certain bmws is concerned with the with the red and the two shades of blue and when i looked at that they were also passionate in that specific angle and i think because of maybe i'm wrong but maybe they borrowed a lot from each other to learn how to make the amg side of things happen and the m mother motorsports side of things happen and it it started being a, a metaphor in regards to how far do you are you willing to go to chase a dream which you're supremely passionate about what are the willingness willingnesses that you have to make sure that everything goes according to plan pardon the the engine you just heard one of my neighbors making their way out and um, the whole idea 
of being dream adjacent and being a dream chaser to my thinking is you want to do one thing you want to work for this one company and then when you're in that company they tell you like yo we can't let, let you do that our brand stands for this and that so you can't get away with that but then you still want that dream to be affiliated with that company so as a result you step away stay with your passions for that company and you make great things happen so much so that the company itself calls you back to work with them that's my thinking of as far as dream chasers are concerned and in this case i think the amg guys were dream chasers another person who come, came to mind when i was thinking about that episode after the episode ended was uh the the gentleman who came up with the app known as WhatsApp, and WhatsApp primarily I think is one of the one of the the most powerful apps in the country right now because I think more interactions happen in WhatsApp daily than anything else because I barely go to Twitter. I I very regularly go on Instagram. I I I, I go twice a day to Facebook morning and evening i never go to facebook any other time and the guy who made whatsapp initially wanted to work for facebook he went and tried out for the job didn't get it but because he didn't get it didn't sit on his laurels this guy just decided okay cool uh, maybe i make something else that actually would be just uh, adjacent to that which is uh, social media and social interaction so whatsapp was born and years later he gets bought out by facebook for copious amounts of money i'm sure he wasn't even dreaming he'd make that kind of money with 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 the app when he created it in the first place and i see that as a very 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 powerful tool i mean it's alleged and this just from what i've heard people mention about this particular gentleman and certain people who i'm not gonna say his name but i'm just gonna say like there's a gentleman who i know he used to work in pirate radio and pirate radio was basically you wanted to work in the radio stations and you felt that the radio stations were not playing the kind of music you enjoy so you'd hijack a frequency of a radio station and by hijacking the frequency of the radio station you played that which you wanted as far as the kind of music you create for your neighborhood or your particular part of london or whichever part of the world that you are but i know this from london culture and disco music was really strengthened as far as that was concerned now this guy he worked in one of the radio stations that actually started gaining such traction because of its underground nature and its underground fever and when the bbc one extras were being created his station was one of the stations that got picked up and when that station got picked up it's alleged that they didn't change the staff they just put it under the banner of the bbc and the paychecks were coming from the bbc and everything else happens thereafter and i think that's how many companies nowadays are actually just making adapting certain products to exist within them say for example television and radio personalities and uh, youtube uh, uh, personalities who've made it a transition to television by creating something that was adjacent to the main dream which was broadcasting and you had such a powerful following and the following was so much so that the guys who gravitated to your material or the guys who were the target market of the television stations you ended up becoming the perfect sidebar or the perfect anecdote 
to take over the tv side because since everything is moving into online presence but still the country is predominantly uh, driven towards watching a traditional television traditional and uh, listening to traditional radio because of the fame and the numbers that you've garnered for yourself by yourself you end up being invited to be in pocket with the media that you hoped to work for initially that kind of power is what makes being a dream chaser so powerful for me i mean that's how i see it i could be wrong but my in my thinking that's how dream chasers function you stay within the pocket of the thing that you love the most and you stay so much so in that pocket that when it comes time for anybody who's willing to work or let you work you're in a better position we have the longer end of the stick you hurt no one in the process you end up just making things become more plausible because sometimes a dream doesn't make sense to people until it actually makes some fragment of reality it's it's one one thing to sorry about that it's one thing to write notes down of one of things you want to do but it's completely another when you give an example of what you want to do and I think that's why, as far as artists go, our portfolios speak for us. As far as I think engineers as well, uh, proof of work is what gets us to the next level. And by doing so, so much so, it ends up working to the greater advantage of that which needs to be achieved or what that which needs to be gained. Uh, another individual that I think is within this list, who is I think is still there to be tested, but it's because of him that I also feel as if the title for this... Uh, podcast makes sense uh, Meek Mill being given the chance to work under the Rock, Rock, uh, the Rock Nation banner and be an executive of a record label and the label is called Dream Chasers so he's always worked in music and he's always wanted to be in, in a position of power in music but I think it took time and because he stayed true to what his nature is that even the executive of the main company had to keep him close enough to actually make things happen my business acumen was made by the man who he signed this deal with. When I grew up, the battle was always Jay-Z versus Nas, Jay-Z versus Nas. But as far as skills and narrative and what you're going for is concerned, only two or so albums by Nas stand out to me. And we give him props for that and everything that he does, blah, blah, blah. However, there was more facets to Jay-Z as far as everything that he's done. And everything that is achieved. I mean, right now it's 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 he's reaping the benefits of that which he created. But I'm very grateful for what he did way before he got to the position he's in right now. And by that I mean this: the guy wasn't being given a record deal, so he made a record label. And when I say he made, I mean there were other parties involved. Yes, but he was the main brand. The time he got a partnership deal with Def Jam Music, who Def Jam, I'm sure, tried to offer him a deal and it didn't make any sense, he made a profit for himself by being a dream chaser. And after making the successes he made on that side, he came back in that he came into the boardroom and they were making the offer for him to consider. And the time, I heard somebody say this, so I'm going to paraphrase, when Rockefeller Records was signed into partnership with Def Jam Music, they only had one artist and that artist was Jay-Z. After the fact, every other business move he's made ever since then has worked to his advantage, buying back his catalogue, being able to make uh, partnerships in making Tidal and all that stuff. That All this stuff is dream adjacent and it's a dream chaser type achievement. And I think about the world of comic books also and 
in the world of comic books I also have people who are dream chasers who actually ended up being heroes and role models who are people I hope to interview even put them on this podcast when I get the chance because I, I have I have some of these people as my Facebook friends and this is I apologize but this is gonna sound very very braggadocious and it, it may not even count for a damn thing there's a there's a Facebook account I had and it I, I paused it or let's say I shut it down or closed it which I didn't know it still hovered in the cloud until I found it again and this account had so many friend friend affiliations that I didn't use the account for damn near 10 years and when when I lost the account or sorry when I stopped using the account was because of the insecurities of the person I was seeing at the time and I walked away from that created a whole other account and at the same time I walked away from the relationship that I had and one time when I was doing uh, cleaning up before I made my move to the new house that I was supposed to stay in and at that time this was the where I stay right now is the, was the, the new house I was going to and I had to get rid of a lot of clutter I had a lot of drawings that no they didn't make it to the client's cut but they were they were still affiliated with the with the product and i just wanted to keep the sketches around me i was hoarding them and so it i had to give myself that tough love and i started throwing away or burning the drawings which didn't make the cut because why are you still holding on to these things other than gathering dust and just covering the space that they're they're useless you should get rid of them and so as i was doing that i find my first business card and my first business card had an image of me illustrated on one side and then on the other side had my information as far as my name my email address my phone number and the skills that i have i was marketing myself as an individual and i think uh, maybe i'll put out like a, a shout out to the people who hold on, who have my very first business card just to see how many of them actually still hold on to that card it would be really cool to see that now after that the the new thing that happened was I found the card and I was like, okay, I haven't used this email address in a minute. Let's see if it still works. So I type it in. I type in a password. It works. Okay, cool. So the Facebook account works. No, the the the, yeah, the, the email account works. So I, I wonder what Facebook account this email has. So I went into Facebook and I typed it and I typed. If the, the, just vaguely what I thought was the password for that Facebook account lo and behold I was in when I got back into that account I was the happiest kid alive and I shut down the other account to go back to that account because these are three of the eight founders of Image Comics are my Facebook friends in that account there was no way I wasn't going to get that account back absolutely no way and i actually loved it because of that because just it's like i was returning home to the people who were my core now the image comic founders they loved comic books they loved what they were doing in comic books but they they were being frustrated because of the numbers they were making for the mother company and with that frustration they just said you know what i'm not i'm not doing this anymore we need to find our own way to set the template and set the bar for how things are going to be done from here on out Dark Horse Comics had a, a, an idea of what was supposed to be done because Dark Horse, it owns a stake as far as when it publishes the book. From what I understand, it owns a stake of the comic books after the fact. But the, the comic book primarily belongs to the person who created it. Now, as far as Image is concerned, my understanding is Image Comics owns nothing. There are countless studios under the Image banner and these studios are the ones that produce the books but the book is released under the Image Comics logo. 
most of what the product is belongs to you it's your intellectual property it's you releasing that which you need to release and what you want to release and you can be as edgy as you want the company will support you as long as they love what you're doing editorially they'll probably just help you better yourself as far as being a company is concerned and that's what they do now i initially wanted to pitch my comic books to image comics but then i just figured you know what since i'm all the way over here it may be better for me to just open my own production company that has a comic book wing and do that and my problem is i didn't want to go to the extent of starting to take bank loans to actually make that that company work so the reason why pbe products take forever is because i i go earn money and after i earn the money i put a book out and in the time that i'm earning that money i'm putting notes down of what i want to do as far as the book is concerned and then when i do that when the book comes out it's 100 me so it's it's all money in but slow-mo super slow-mo and the only way that actually gets to get even bigger is once body of work starts proving itself that's my dream chase long game has always been the way i do my thing and as i'm playing the long game to hopefully make such a big enough impact that i'm able to return to that which i love the most which is comic book art i will do everything else involved in the creative industry that actually always ties back to it so my dream chase is still going i am yet to achieve much but i have achieved uh, the publication of at least four books that i've wrote i'm sorry that i've written uh i have achieved being illustrated for another person's written work and i hope to do the same for five other authors who i already have their script so as as as, as much as it's taking forever i think they get where i'm coming from or if they don't i'm sure we'll find a way to either still i could contribute or if i hope it doesn't end in bad blood is what i'm trying to say i really hope it doesn't end in bad blood uh, i hope to direct uh, feature films in the future and by finishing the feature film i'm directing right now which i have been directing for seven years it'll make sense in the end and I'm, i hope to not be in a position where when i'm done i'm gloating i don't want to gloat i want to just say that yeah so that's what was happening i just want to be able to say that like why i was blah 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 that this is why <laughs> and to dream chase is something completely fulfilling so i'd say like for those people who feel like some of their dreams have refused to come true or their dreams don't seem to resonate or or return to normalcy or grant them the fulfillment they were hoping for may i suggest just a suggestion maybe reviewing your dream seeing what you can contribute to that dream do it independently and watch the mother source of that which you love as your dream call you and want to affiliate it with you just a suggestion I, I see many people who've made whole businesses work in their favor because they fulfilled another part adjacent to the main dream they had and their successes are that I mean the Okay, fine. Let, 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 let me boil it down to this one. I hope he doesn't mind me saying it. I, and I, I wasn't gonna name drop, but I'm gonna put it in there. Eno Solik used to sing, and I'm sure in his own spare time he still sings. But because he knew musicians need quality videos, he contributes majorly to the music industry by making the best videos he can, and he's now venturing into film as a result of that. However, he made more successes making those videos and making these films. Than he would have made as a recording artist the dream was maintained for him it wasn't just about being the person behind the microphone being behind the camera was fine too 
marinate on that for a second. So the dream chase continues, and I think I like that because even this episode when I was recording, it was excited to be able to record this because I, I did the research last night. I let my mind swirl with it, and even these other angles that touch on music and other forms of entertainment, I never thought they were actually would be tied to each other, but who knew that watching something about cars would actually lead me to talk about my comic book loves as well well the beautiful thing about research that being said i'm just gonna jump into some drawing right now hopefully finish a few things then make my walk to the office and i'm seeing the sun is coming back so i'm kind of happy about that um no gig this weekend thank jesus and i'm hoping to just be able to have these moments to regroup and replenish myself for myself and after the fact when i return to that which needs to be done in in the future i'll be in a better place and the the meltdowns that i was having were probably signs of me being bettered or being prepared to adjust how i do things for the great things that are coming in the future so a reset is not a bad thing it's just a way to make sure that you're ready for everything that comes your way say it with me now be caesar or be nothing at all God bless, be good, until tomorrow, uno.